podcast. It is time once again to pause, ponder, and then project. We are glad to have you back for another podcast episode. skip podcast week in this latest episode jim speaks to us about the open door he addresses this subject a little differently than how we normally look at it so i turn this podcast over to our host jim poitras hello everybody this is jim poitras with the poitras ponderings podcast where we pause we ponder and we project Today, I have been pondering the open door. Through the years, you probably have heard different sermons and lessons on the open door. I certainly have as I've traveled through this lifetime. And typically, when we think about the open door, we think in terms of five scriptures from God's Word, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number nine, for a wide door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries, according to the English Standard Version. Revelation chapter three, verse number eight, that's another scripture on the open door. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no man is able to shut. And then Colossians chapter four and verse number three, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word or second corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 12 when i came to troas to preach the gospel of christ even though a door was opened for me in the lord or matthew chapter 7 verses 7 and 8 ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be opened Have you ever noticed when you are thinking in terms of the open door that you usually think of the Lord opening up doors for you to reach nations or countries or territories or communities? We typically think in those particular terms of the open door. But the open door could very well be an open door to the heart of just one person or reaching out to just one. How do we reach that uncountable number that's described in Revelation chapter seven and verse number nine? We reach the uncountable number by reaching one by one. I think that in the circles that I travel in, that it's very easy for me to think about the open door in terms of great revival God pouring out his spirit and thousands receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost or being baptized in Jesus' name. But in some areas with the open door, we need to go ahead and redefine how we view success. Because with missions, we're often familiar with God saving the many. But what about when God saves just a few? What if the open door that we're thinking of, that we're pondering, that we're pausing to reflect on, happens to be an open door to one person's heart. For example, Revelation chapter 3, verse number 20, ESV, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any one, 
hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. It seems to me that that's talking about the open door to one person's heart in Revelation chapter 3 and verse number 20. In Acts chapter 16, verse number 9, again in the English Standard Version, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man of Macedonia, just one man, standing and pleading with him, come over into Macedonia and help us. And from that particular vision, Paul assumed that that was the will of God, and he went into that place. It's interesting to note when he did that in Acts chapter 16, verse number 14, and a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. Paul was given a vision that there would be this man come over into Macedonia and help us, and we get right down to it, it was a lady named Lydia, which worshiped God, whose heart the Lord had opened. The door to her heart was wide open. I know that the Lord saves by many, and the more the better. But we count souls one by one. One soul that is lost is one soul too many. Every soul happens to count when it comes to the kingdom. I know that there are 7.9 billion people in the world today, and those statistics can be staggering. But if you look at it just one by one and consider Kofi, one of our first Bible school students in the nation of Ghana when my wife and I went there, and while studying, Kofi started a church under a mango tree and years later, he had more than 250 members that were worshiping in a beautiful building in that nation. He's also established nine other churches and three other preaching points. Why did that happen? Because one man's heart door was open. He still teaches in the Bible school. He has an evening extension program. He also teaches portable Bible schools. He's the president of the work in his particular nation, and he's also the Bible school principal. And on top of all of that, he started a radio program declaring one God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's involved in a prison ministry in nine different locations. There are over 3,000 that have been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and there are literally thousands of people who have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in prison, in that prison ministry. Another young man that I know of, uh, his name is Micah, attended our local church here in St. Louis. He was a student in a nearby college called Urshan College. While he was in school, he started reaching people, and he was able to reach two or three people from a local hotel staff. He gets to know people by finding a common ground about video games, music, and family, and so forth. He even taught a Bible study to a local pastor. And one Sunday, I was so surprised that he had reserved an entire row uh, for people that were going to be coming to church, a person from the front desk of that hotel, along with his family and friends. There were six people that came. One was baptized. Why did that happen? Because an open door was provided to us. Darion and DJ were given a Bible study using 
Brother Norris's book called The Big Ideas, and Darion was traveling with his aunt and niece, went off the road, hit a tree, and at his homegoing service, several people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and his brother DJ faithfully still attends our church. Some of the students from the local college witnessed to a waiter at a local steak and shake after a spiritual emphasis night and prayed the person right through to the Holy Ghost right there in the restaurant. I noticed that one candidate for missionary appointment when asked what was his or her projections for the next term of service, usually they'll say something like they're going to reach the world, they're going to turn their country upside down. But this particular individual said he wanted to reach one indigenous family to the Lord because it's in a location of the world that it's not easy to reach people, but God saves by many and God saves by few. And sometimes the open door causes a great revival in a country where thousands are receiving the Holy Ghost. And sometimes the open door is just one particular person, one by one. Dwight Moody was poorly educated and worked as a shoe salesman. And early one morning, he went with some friends to pray in a hayfield and have a time of consecration and commitment for him to be set apart. And his friend, whose name was Henry, said, the world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through and in a man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him. Moody was deeply moved. He kept recalling those words. He didn't have to be educated or smart or anything else. He just needed to be a man or also women obviously can be used, surrendered man. And he decided, I will be that person. I will be the open door. I will walk through the open doors that the Lord has provided for me because beyond the open door, there are souls that still need to be reached. This is Jim Poitras. And it is the Poitras Ponderings Podcast. Go and find your open door today. Look around you. There may be multiple open doors for you to step through and minister to someone's needs. Have a blessed week. Thank you.